episode 288 of the AFK Podcast for the week of January 3rd, 2021. I'm your host, James Flynn, and this is the PC Gaming Podcast from Gamers Like You. Joining me this week are my co-hosts, Curlin, Logan, hey, and Whitney. Hello. Welcome back, guys, uh, and welcome back to Jerry Gamer and those of you in the chat room. Um, well, this week I've been playing uh, Cyberpunk. I have all but the last mission to play the actual main story mission you could knock out in a couple of hours and i've gotten to the point where it tells you um if you go on this mission you can't do any more side quests and stuff like that so i'm like well that was quick uh and the side quest the side quests uh and missions are just extremely repetitive so um i'm just doing the side missions hoping to find you know, something interesting and it's just been not, you know, just the same, the same, the same. And so I'm just going to do the final mission this week and finish the game and, and call it a day. Um, it, it was very disappointing. First of all, the game runs like shit and, um, uses a lot of resources and doesn't even look that good. Um, the story, I, I can't even follow the story and they didn't add subtitles for the Japanese dialogue. Um, so I have no idea what's going on in the, in the story or who, who I am, why these people are, who they are, nothing. They don't give you any backstory at all. And, um, I'm not, I was never, cause I guess it's based on a comic books or a graphic novel. I, I never followed it. Also the, the world itself looks like it was designed by 12 year olds or teenage boys because there's a, oh, dil- yeah. there's a dildo shop on every corner. Yeah. Uh, the game is extremely over-sexualized. Um, to the point where it's, it's embarrassing. It's not, it's just classless, completely classless. So I, uh, would not recommend this game at all, uh, to anyone unless it was, um, you know, in the bargain bin at this point. Um, maybe they'll come out with some DLC to help it, but this was compared to Assassin's Creed Valhalla. This thing was a turd. It was just a steaming pile. Um, Sure, we'll get some. I'll get some hate for that because there's hardcore um, cyberpunk fans, but the game is a turd, a total turd. Um, I'm still on the waiting list for or in the queue for an EVGA RTX 3080. Uh, I I do want to get uh, 3080 also, so I can compare it to the other one and put it in my podcast rig because I have a G-Sync monitor on this particular rig. Um, but I'm still in the queue for that, and I still haven't found any 6,000 series cards in stock anywhere. I did notice the, e- the eBay prices have come down a little bit, but not much. Yeah, I still haven't found one either, and I'm I'm <clears throat> highly disappointed and a little bit sad. Yeah, because um, it's it, like all of the plans that, that I had, uh, you know, for for. Uh, Linux content uh, were kind of hinging on being able to get that. It shows like some performance differences and, and stuff like that. But um, I'm kind of stuck right now. So, mm-hmm. yep. Uh, now, if you all put something in the podcast chat, I can't see it. I'm sorry. We were just saying Krillin is a little bit on the quiet side. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Let me uh, switch this to far mode. How about this? Yeah. That was better. You were okay. fine. You were fine on this one. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's been it for me. Uh, Logan, what about you? What was uh, on your playlist this week? Uh, so I finally unpackaged the PS5 
and you can see the monstrosity over my shoulder. It is it's huge. big. It, it's it is massive for a console. It is the size of a of a small PC, um, like an old Dell Optiplex. It's it's the size of it's insanely huge, and it is loud AF. Um, I don't know if my fan is just a bit on the janky side, but it's louder than my computer that I've got here next to me. Now, when games are going, I don't notice it because I'm focused on the games. But sitting in the home screen, I can hear it chugging away. I can hear the fans start to go. Wow, I, like that. Really? I bet you models later will fix that issue. And this is why I never buy the first like gen of the model that comes out. Yeah. There's always yeah. issues. Yeah, it might be QA. So... Who knows? It it might be uh, might be on its way out already. Eh, I'm okay yeah. with that. Yeah, uh, uh, of the, the the two that I've gotten a hold of, only one of them has a small word when you start a game up. But th- that's only like at the beginning of the game that you can actually hear it before the audio for the game kicks yeah. in. Yeah, but the other one was completely silent. So yeah, yeah so I'm probably yeah, maybe on this par with at least the word because I can hear it on the home screen as we start it up. Uh, but after the game starts, game audio takes over. Um, so I did the, with my son, uh, did the uh, Astros Playroom, which is the glorified tech demo that comes with it. It's a game that they include to get you introduced to the new controller. And that was interesting, very, very interesting. Uh, the controller has multiple facets of, I don't even know what I'm saying but it's got your motion sensing in it. It's got your touchpad on it. It's got a microphone on it and it's got the haptic triggers triggers as well. So playing that game uh, is how they introduce you to all the different functions of it. I was really loving it to start with. And after I put it down and walked away, that was sort of like, maybe it is more or less just, um, I don't know, just maybe it is just over glorified. Like, one of the things I hate about iPad games are steering while holding the iPad and turning it side to side. But that's one of the motion controls that you've got with uh, this new controller. Um, one of the parts of the game is you actually blow onto the controller into the mic. And it was very cool to do, but it, I don't think it was it was much more than just like a gimmick. When I see it in like a real game, um, rather than... And I, I, I refer to this as a tech demo because... You know, it was great and all, but I really want to see it uh, multiple times, I, I guess is what I'm saying, to see the implications of it. It'd be interesting to see if it catches on. What it really got me thinking about is haptic feedback. Um, for a long time now, probably a year or more, maybe even two or more, uh, I've got uh, these vests that show up on my feed, the ads for them, uh, on the vibration sensors that you wear the vest while you're playing and it vibrates in the certain area. I've always wanted to try it out because I believe that the, the controller here is similar and it's got four quadrants. Curlin, does it have four quadrants or am I sort of thinking that? I am not sure. I haven't I haven't looked at too much at the details yeah, of how, definitely, how it was I definitely built. remember feeling like that, but it's also like two in the morning, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so it was it was interesting. It was a good start. Um, there is no reason to buy a PS5 or Xbox Series X right now. Zero. Absolutely none. Um, I can't really tell much of a difference in the games uh, between the PS4 and PS5. 
Uh, I've only played a couple, Shadow of Mordor and Ratchet and Clank. Uh, what were you going to say, Curls? Oh, I was going to say there's a huge difference, it's on, especially with PS4 games that didn't run very well uh, even with the PS4 Pro because the CPU was a limitation. It, like I've been able to be like, oh, wow, this actually is – is smooth now, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. and it, it the, the 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 primary primarily the, the games that have the most uh, modifications will be Sony in-house titles, but there are some other ones too that that have a and that that aren't pegged to thirty frames a second. So, I'd l- I I gotta I gotta have a, a second look then because I I've not been able to see much of anything yet. Yeah. Um, and I've been doing cross comparison between the PS5 and my computer too, because we've got Shadow Mordor on this as well. Mm-hmm. It's all the same. I can't really tell a difference. Did, did you have a PS4? Yeah, I, I had the Pro. I picked up. Okay. A, I scored a huge deal on the Pro mm-hmm. a year and a half ago. Just Amazon had it on for flash, and so I got it all time low. You were. Um, go ahead. Sorry, Whitney. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, you were talking about the controller and the things that it can do. I'm really curious how that's going to be turned out because, or how that's going to play out because it's really going to be up to the gaming companies and how they're going to implement that. But you, like, I don't, as far as I'm aware, does the Xbox do anything like that? Because if the Xbox doesn't, then like it's kind of, I guess, pointless for game developers to add it in because what are they going to build? Two different games just to accommodate those little features? I don't kind of see that happening. That's a lot of time and money. Uh, what I'm guessing will probably happen is the Sony first party studios will have something that will use it more. And uh, for like the multi-platform games that use like the microphone and stuff like that, I'm guessing that they're probably going to have to, Sony's probably going to have to be like, hey, why don't you add this little thing? It'll be really cool. Here, Here's some developers to help you put that in. You know, <laughs> that that type of deal. I hope so, or else it's just like it's it's cool to have, but like if you can't mm-hmm. do anything with it, then what's kind of the point? Because you can think of some like cool things you can add that to a game with, but mm-hmm. you know, if if you have a game that's being released on both Xbox and PS4, I feel like that feature from the PS4 is just not going to be there. Well, Steam has, I believe, now included support for the PS5 controller, so yeah. I think with that added in there, I think that opens the door now for way more developers. Uh, to do something. I, it, it's very reminiscent of physics or physics, however you guys say it, um, that it came out. I remember the first time I saw it was a Batman game. Uh, and I I liked it. I thought it was gimmicky, but I thought it was a good kind of gimmicky. When I saw it in Borderlands 2, I thought, I, I thought yeah, now it's found its home. Now it's niche. Like that's that's to me where it became a part of the game. I think that's similar to what we're talking about here is that it's going to need to find uh, specific games to really get uh, sink its hooks into, to really get to the meat of it, um, to get some enjoyment out of it. I'm going to have to go back and try it again to see if it does have four quadrants of vibration. Cause I remember thinking that was super, super cool to be able to do that, to have that in your hands. Um, yeah. I thought I was chatting with you before we even started this. He doesn't use controllers at all. Do you guys use controllers when you play PC games? Very rarely. Um, um, certain games like Nier, Nier is better with a controller, hands down. Yes, it um, is. Um, racing games, uh, if I don't have my wheel set up because I'm too lazy, I'll use a controller. Uh, it, but any game that's kind of like Nier, where the, the timing is tight and you got to be quick and you don't want to contort your hands like this mm-hmm. when you're trying to play, <laughs> then I might use a controller. 
But it, other, other than that, that, yeah. Because I, I, I did like top 10 uh, PC game the controller, and Nier was on all of them. Yeah. Yeah, just racing games for me, too. Mm-hmm. Or flight games. Yeah, that's another one, flight games. Yeah. Uh, see, I like flight games with a controller uh, due to the turn and look oppositions with your with the analog sticks. Mm-hmm. But nothing beats a flight stick. Yeah. Uh, for, mm-hmm. for flying games. Yeah. Uh, Whitney, what else do you play beside near with a controller? Uh, Thief. One of those, like, th- those kinds of games where I can just wander about and aimlessly and whatnot. Um, open world? Shoot, yeah, open world games. Shooter games, like, I'll use my mouse and controller. Like, that's just kind of how that goes. But, like, lately I haven't been playing a lot of games other than near. That's really kind of it. But... Those kind of games, open world RPG games, yeah, I like wandering about with a controller. I can sit back in my chair. For me, the 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 one game which which really is the shining example for me was were all were the the Batman games, the action mm. games. I loved playing with a controller and like you said, like just sitting back in the recliner and just having it in my hand. But it's also from what Curlin said with Nier, like you don't want to contort your fingers, like <laughs> trying to hit so many keys. And I just found it very relaxing to play the Batman games with a controller. Yeah. Um, so um, yeah. On, on that microphone thing, I don't know if you guys have a Mario Party for Wii or Wii U, but there's a. Um, hold on, hold on a second, babe. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, on the on I think it's the, the Wii U. There's a uh, uh, a part in there where, where you have to blow in the controller to shoot the fireball. Oh okay. Um yeah, in, in one of the one of the little party games. You need to go ahead and take that. Yeah, I'll be right back. It's <laughs> <laughs> his wife who I totally right understand. No. Totally understand. See the thing is I the thought Wii... he was talking about... <laughs> Go ahead, Whitney. Oh, sorry. Uh the thing about the Wii U though is those games are pretty much for the most part a lot of those like the Mario Party games, like those are Wii exclusive games. Like so, the people that develop those games, they can easily add in like blow in or tilt your thing, and that's what makes them more enjoyable because you're interacting with it more as opposed to like sitting with your mouse and keyboard or a controller. And I think it's a cool feature. Just imagine a PC game where you have to blow on your keyboard. I would feel so stupid. What am I doing in the game to that's causing me to blow anything? Is this GTA or? <laughs> so I don't know. I'm thinking haptics are are going to be the next gen uh, peripherals that really get a, a foothold. I I, agree. I would agree with you, but I I think it's going to be more of the vest um, with haptic feedback, gloves with haptic feedback, um, you know that kind of thing. Kind of sort of what they're doing with VR now, only just the uh, full glove. So what they're going to do next is instead of having vibration, little vi- uh, vibrators in there, they're going to have like uh, nodes and you're going to get a little shock every time you get shot in that area. Well, you know, what's funny is if you've ever gone to any of the 4D stuff at uh, Disneyland or Disney World, you know, they yes. get the, they involve the, the smell and then you get the, the puffs of air in your face and stuff like that and different attractions along with the 3D um, or they have something in the seat that's poking you, you know. Yeah. That kind of thing. Okay, I'm back. All right. I want to say a Bug's Life did that. Yeah. Bug's Life. Animal Kingdom. Yep. When the bugs are running through, something hits your ankles. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I might, I really might take a closer look at that stuff. 
because it goes back, I was thinking, you know, what we're talking about during our Christmas special, what sort of uh, we want to do with the podcast moving forward to help build and grow it. Um, and I think, you know, just talking about myself here, I've been so slack lately with even playing games to, to talk about and discuss at a reasonable level. Uh, maybe it's time to, to dig in and go, okay, well, let's, let's do something interesting. Let's order one of these and I'll let you know how it is. <laughs> at least that's going to be the story I'm going to tell my wife. <laughs> hey, I'm not mad at um so besides uh besides the ps5 and the xbox uh i did get back into metro 2033 and i'm just about ready to give up it's just (laughs) i can't do it to myself it's not worth it i'm not the story is like it it reminds me of a bargain basement prey game i loved prey i thought prey was a great story and i see a lot of similarities metro's based on books two actual books yeah it's it doesn't follow the books exactly, but it's pretty close. Mm. And the books are really good. <laughs> I'm sure the books are good, but so like here's what happened that that, that finally made me just throw my arms up. Well, two different things. One, uh, so I, I met this. I'm gonna obviously spoilers, but the game is old. years old now. So whatever. yeah. Uh, so Bourbon, I'm following him around. He gets you know he owes everyone money. He gets uh, taken aside, ends up dying. All right, immediately following that, new guy walks in and you follow him off. It's like, really? So I'm just going to follow a guy I literally just met. Sure. Follow him down the subway train. All of a sudden, I'm stuck in cobwebs. No idea what to do. No idea. And I I go on the internet and like, oh, you need to use your lighter to burn the cobwebs. I'm like, I didn't even know I had a light. (laughs) 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 <laughs> do you know how did you figure out how to recharge your flashlight no how did you, <laughs> how you, did you even get that far or... in the game without recharging your flashlight they actually didn't they never tell you you have to google it it's it's how do you recharge your flashlight i'd have to google it i don't remember you have to hold the key down and then you click the mouse to it pulls out a charger for your flashlight and it recharges oh. your flashlight mm-hmm <laughs> If if you didn't like this, then you would hate Stalker. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. It's the same same general theme, right? Yeah. Kind of sort of. Yeah. And we've got okay. some Stalker news later. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I, I'm, I'm almost ready to give up, but I don't want to give up because I know you guys enjoyed it so much. So I'm like, maybe maybe I'm on the crest of the hump right now, and maybe it's all, um, lollipop, lollipops and ice cream on the other side of this. Just. You know, I'm just, ugh. So, anyways. Yeah. So, anyways, after I got through the uh, the cobwebs, I got into these battles. And these creatures, okay, here's the good and the bad. They were hitting me from every angle, coming at me so fast. I was spraying and praying all over the place. I died like eight times. Great job in creating uh, a, a battle confusion. Like, absolute, oh, my God, I'm going to die type feeling. They're all over me type uh, emotional response. Great job doing that. Oh my God, it sucks. These fuckers won't stand still and I can't get a fucking beat on them because they're always like jumping all over the place. There Don't. is no setting. You can't hold go the ahead. trigger down. You can't hold the trigger down. You click, 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 click or you're going to go through your ammo. I can't tell you the number of times I've gone click on the left side of their face, click on the right side of their face, <laughs> click back on the left. <laughs> <laughs> they do move around a bit, don't they? 
Yeah. Plus, you're usually in a cart or something that's getting shaken up and moved around, yeah. and then there's fire. And <laughs> there's no setting easier than normal. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So yeah, sounds about right. I, yeah, I, I'm I'm just about done. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to pull out something new, boys. That I don't think we're gonna make it through this one. <laughs> just cheat. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's been my week. Cool, Carolyn. What about you? What's been on your playlist? Uh, for me, it's just been Watch Dogs Legion. I, I finally finished the main story, and uh, it's got some interesting twists and turns in how they set it up. Um, a, a couple of those, I I kind of, you know, how how, how you kind of playing through a thing and you. Your spidey senses go off in the back of your head and then you just kind of ignore it. Well, it turns out that my spidey senses was right about who the real culprit was, which I I, I, I kind of thought that uh, that was that was kind of interesting because <laughs> I, I, I never picked out the villain before the end of the game before. And this was the first time that I actually guessed and hacked and got it right. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's a it's a. I don't know. I, I liked it, but I like to watch those games, but I really like this one because you could literally like recruit people off the street to be on your team. Um, and uh, at the end, uh, at, at, after you finish the story, they send you an email with like a few stats. So I, I, I played uh, 71 hours and 39 minutes total over the course of what, a month and a half? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, eight out of eight boroughs were liberated and I recruited 47 people. They sent that to you in an email? They, mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know, it's tied to your UB account. Oh, you know, okay. Because you can get, get the extra achievements and bonuses and, and all that other kind of stuff. So Yeah, I, I was surprised they have over 140 hours in AC Valhalla. Really? Yeah, and I, I, I finished the main story, but I haven't finished the DLC yet. I haven't even mm. started the DLC. I'm just going through and finding stuff and leveling up more. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't even think that they have a they have a DLC for leap for Watch Dogs yet. Mm-hmm. I have yet to play Watch Dogs too. I I have it. I just haven't played it yet. You haven't played uh, any of them? No, I played one. I just haven't played two yet. I I have it on my Ubisoft account and I uh, I downloaded oh. it, but I never had a chance to start it. This week I'm going to be playing Control and streaming Control. Mm-hmm. I was hoping to have the 3080 by the time I, I did Control, but um, like I said, I'm still in the queue because I wanted to yeah. turn all the um, uh, turn all the, all the, the stuff RTX on. yeah on and yeah. just see what the performance was and how it looked and if I could tell the difference. I was going to run it with it on, with it off, and then uh, run it on the the other card too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, um, yeah, uh, Watch Dogs Two is much better than the first one. Cool. So if you like the first one, then, then you like two, and if you like two, you definitely like this one. I didn't like so. the driving in the first one. I, I hope they improved the cars in between. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that, that was another thing about Cyberpunk is the cars were just bricks on wheels. Mm. Um, no real handling. They they handled like shit. Yeah. Uh, the physics for the cars, for their size and for their horsepower, was all wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's definitely not a drive. Not like GTA. GTA does driving very well, uh, mm-hmm. and the way the cars handle. Yeah. Uh, Whitney, are you back yet? Oh yeah, sorry, I'm back. Cool. What was on your playlist this week? Uh pretty much nothing. Like I, said, I played a bit of Nier, um, trying to go through that and do all the side quests and everything. And it's just such a good game, and there's just so much to it. It's 
it's worth the money. I think it's on sale right now. If you haven't played Nier, I can't say it enough. Play Nier. Um, other than that, Legends of Runeterra. Eh, same thing. Boring week. All right. Yeah, it was a holiday week, too. On to the news. Polygon has reported the Star Citizen single-player campaign uh, missed the beta window and doesn't have a release date. Star I, Citizen had a beta? Yeah. I <gasps> didn't know it had a release date. Progress. They, they uh, On their roadmap, they said they were going to have a beta for Squadron 42 uh, by the third quarter of this year. Last well, year. So, yeah. How is that not the single player thing? That quietly got removed with no announcements. Uh, so it's been what? What seven years now? Yeah, something crazy like that. Eight, I, I, eight years. Set you right. Eight? Seven and a half. This is like the so, next Duke Nukem, you know, like just is. like the Duke Nukem fiasco. I'm okay with this. Part of me, part of me is okay with. You know what? Take your time. Do a game that you're going to come out with. We don't want the fiasco we had with uh, Duke Nukem. We don't want the fiasco we had with uh, Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Just do a game. Just, but stop taking people's money. You, yeah. <laughs> you've got almost half a billion dollars. Well, they got to keep That's paying their employees. With a B. It's their only income right it, now. Yeah, they're, they're coming up on $400 million. They have no investors or anything? Like, it's just, it's all crowdfunded, this I'm whole sure game? I'm sure Chris Roberts is an investor. I'm sure he invested some yeah. of his own money in it. Started yeah, up. but when you, when you have half a billion dollars, though, and it's taken eight years, I think you can kind of be like, okay, maybe we can just, like, close the donation tab now. Well, the crazy yeah, thing is, they is they don't have to give it... The way they've done it, they don't have to give them anything. They could just say, "Oh, we we, we couldn't do it." And what are they gonna? What are you gonna do? I'd be so pissed. That's how crowd crowdfunding works. You're you're giving somebody money um, on a promise, and that's not legally binding that they're gonna, you know, in the future give you something back. Well, like on Kickstarter and whatnot, if people didn't deliver, and I think that's how Star Citizen got started or what have you, then people they would did. be refunded their money. That's why they and- moved. Yeah, that's why they moved their their crowdfunding to their exactly, yeah. to their own thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wish them all the best. Go get her. Have a make a good game, whether it's Star Citizen or or Star Squadron or Squadron Forty Two or whatever you're making. But just stop taking people's money and just. <laughs> I can't tell you the no- half a dozen times they've changed the roadmap in the last eighteen months. So literally every three months they change the roadmap. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm yawning so much. The puppies still keep me up at night. Yeah. Oh, every time oh. you yawn, we need a new puppy picture. Well, they're halfway to Duke Nukem Forever status. <laughs> so, because <laughs> yeah. that, that that game took 15 years to finish, it says. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, halfway there. Although we waited, what was it, 11, 12 years, something like that for Diablo 3, at least that wasn't production for that long, because that would have made me like doubly PO'd. With yeah. how that game came out. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like he says in the article, Squadron 42 will be done. And when it's done, it will not be released just to make a date. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah, I got your back on that one. Don't throw out shit just to throw something out. Just just stop taking money. Just go back build for another few years. I'll, another year. I'll buy it once it comes out. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, okay. So there is no new release date being uh, spoken of. This is either going to be the greatest game of all time or the biggest disaster to ever go down in history. You know, with the with the latest fiasco with Cyberpunk, that might be the way things start going is we're not going to give release dates anymore. I'm you okay know. with that. 
But yeah, the thing is with release dates, that's part of their marketing strategy, right? Set a release date and then uh, three to six months before that time, make an announcement. Oh, yeah, we're going to push it back just to get back in the news. Well, how long was it before Cyber? How long ago was it that Cyberpunk 277 was announced? Like years. It must be years. Yeah. I only, I I only really heard of Cyberpunk um, last Christmas. So yeah. maybe like three or four months before Christmas was Me when I, it got on my radar. I just like maybe make a small announcement, but until like you know the game is 100% complete, like sit on it for three months to, you know, let people get all hyped. But at this point, people are demanding the stuff to come out and we're getting crappy stuff. Mm-hmm. And part of that, sure, is the pandemic. But I think in the case of Cyberpunk 2077, you have investors kind of pushing too because this was supposed to be already out instead of be like, hey, you know, we're in a global pandemic you know, maybe we do need to push this back to a more appropriate, realistic date. Yeah. Because I wonder how much they've refunded now. Uh, Probably, probably, probably quite a bit. Because um, you know how it is when, when there's an opportunity to take a refund, people will and then just buy it on sale later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, but, but yeah, like, like, like you were saying, I, I guarantee you that they were banking on, on, uh, making that date so that those sales would go into that quarter's financials and it'll make them look good on the balance sheet. Yeah. Yeah. For, for, for a minute. <laughs> you you want to be able to sell the, um, well, in star citizens case, this might not be true, but, um, in a regular, regular game, uh, pre-sales, you know, usually kick off the pre-sales mm-hmm. months in advance, you know, after the game's announced these days. Yeah. Well, yeah, steam hit a, hit a new record. Uh, for concurrent users, 25 million. Uh, they surpassed in concurrent users on Steam. Uh, that's an incredible amount of people on Steam. Their servers must be uh, the, the big iron servers. Uh, that's just crazy to think. They've got to have, I would love to see, like, where does Steam just, do you think they lease out server space or do you think they have their own server farm? Um, they, they probably have VPSs scattered all over the all over the country. Yeah, yeah. Because like um, e- e- even here, like when I pull a a game down from my Steam cache, depending on where I am, it'll tell me which servers pull it from. And I primarily pull from Atlanta, Charlotte, Dallas, and uh, one other place. Sometimes DC. You know? I guess it's whichever has the lightest load. <laughs> Damn phone! <laughs> always listening. That was hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, as I mentioned earlier, uh, Cyberpunk has some free DLC coming um, that they promised is coming soon. That's all I really would say. Um, not much word on what the DLC is or what it contains, but um, they're saying early 2021, so we'll see. Definitely needs it. We were talking about Metro earlier, and the predecessor to Metro was where it was the Stalker games, uh, very similar. The Stalker 2, which has been talked about for, man, years now. It's been in production for years. Um, finally got a, a game trailer that's been done in the game engine. Um, it's, I don't know what game engine they're using. It looks very Metro to me for sure, but, um, it might be the same one. It might be. Yeah. The, uh, the 4A engine. 
Yeah, let me see. Uh, it. I mean, it doesn't look any better than the Metro games. I don't know if 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 we've just hit a plateau in visuals lately. I mean, I thought Assassin's Creed Valhalla looked amazing, and I know that engine sucks, but it still ran better than Cyberpunk 2077. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but it just seems like lately these AAA games. You know, usually you're used to seeing a bump in fidelity and, and, and the way the game looks and, you know, that you're, you're kind of like we, when they came out with Doom, I was like, holy shit, look at the graphics in this game. Um, and I just haven't been seeing that from these other AAA games that have been recently released. Yeah, that, that definitely looks like uh, looks like the 4A engine. Okay. Mm. Um, now, if you were on GOG... Or if you're on GOG, you would have been able to get um, Metro Last Light redo for free. Is that where you got it, Logan? Did you get it on GOG? Uh, I've got it everywhere now. Oh, okay. Like literally yeah. okay. everywhere. The, here, it is such a, a testament to my problem. I have it everywhere, both the redo and the original. Well, it ended January 1st, so you would have had to have gotten it by january 1st on gog and two weeks ago it was free on epic as well was it okay uh which makes me ask the question steam doesn't do that they don't give away free games as far as i know um do you think we'll start to see steam giving away free games like these other stores are do you think steam is just like meh we don't have to because because 25 million (laughs) i'm thinking that vav is like hey we're out of it you got you can do whatever you want yeah, that that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I think Steam's time, the time of Steam is over. What? Yep. That. No, I think really, Steam their is user old. Base it's continues been a to grow. They just hit a 25 million concurrent user record. They continue to show growth year after year. And they they okay. also contribute a lot to the Linux side, a lot. And it's still like, the more than the devs are. It's so. still my primary source of games. Steam. Mm-hmm. I don't use GOG. I don't use Epic. I don't use any of those other stores except for Origin, and only when I have to. And I don't have to now because Origin games are back on Steam. I, I don't think is going to supplant Steam. The which one? He said Epic. Epic. I doubt oh, the the, no. the 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 store that can't that shouldn't be named. Yeah, <laughs> not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, the store. I don't. The talk store about, that still I... doesn't have a shopping cart. No. No, I. That's great. I'm calling it now. Next. Uh, I was gonna say five years, but no, that's too quick. Ten years, ten years seems like a cop out to say it, it's gonna. But I, I, I think that I think Steam is in for it, right? What has Steam done? What have you done for me lately? What has Steam done in the last five years for their shareholders? They're making TV? profits year over year, and they stayed reliable. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems been around for so long, and it's it's such it's been such a staple in terms of getting games and whatnot that I will never fully move off of Steam, and let alone the amount of games that I have off like on Steam. Like, there's kind of just no way mm-hmm. where like I won't go to Epic and collect games. I look to Steam. Uh, I do wish, however, Valve, please give me Portal Three. I know you can't count to three, but it's not mm. hard. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I, I don't I don't really ever see it being dethroned. I don't even have Epic installed on my computer. Unless I don't use it. Unless Steam comes out with something new again, um, such as they have the best VR kit with uh, uh, probably Half Life Alex, one of the best VR games. I, I don't have any experience with that, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I don't know. 
Yeah, you got a good point. But it's, it's still a, what have you done for me lately? Flash sales have gone by the wayside. Steam sales are just mediocre for the last two years now, at least. I don't know. There was a lot of shit that was on flash sales I ended up buying because it was five bucks and I never played it because it was shit. So. Yeah, Metro 2033. I like the. <laughs> You know, they put it on sale once and you don't have to worry. You don't have to be gun shy about buying it, worrying it's going to go on a flash sale and mm -hmm. be cheaper. So just tell me what the sale price is and I'll pay it. And as soon as it gets to a price I'll pay, then I'll, then I'll pick it up. Otherwise, it stays on my wish list. Super easy. Yeah, I, I, I like the flash sale, though, because I'll be like, oh, what did it got today? <laughs> I guess if you try to, I guess if you're into the meta of the sale. Mm -hmm. you yeah, know. yeah. You yeah, gotta that, game the gaming system. Yeah, right, did they right. do away with flash sales? Yeah, that, that's they did away that's with the them. Whole yeah. yeah, yeah. I like. Yeah. I didn't Bring like the flash sales. sales. I, I didn't because I would buy buy a game, turn around the next day, the shit was on flash sale. I'm like, mm. right? Yeah, that, which what I would do is I would just only shop the flash sale and collect a list of stuff that I wanted to get, and then like the day before it ended, I just buy all that other stuff. Yep. So. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, for years, like I remember two years, uh, my wife would, I'd, she'd be like, hey, we're going skiing. I'm like, great, you have to drive because on the way up to the hill, I'd be on Steam flash sales going, oh, wait, the new one's about to release. I got to get ready here. Hmm? And then nothing. Yeah. I don't want to have to be constantly plugged in like that. But, You're right. So, but it's the, it, go ahead. Oh, I, I was going to say, for, for me, it, it kind of brought, brought back the excitement of, mm -hmm of uh actually having a steam sale because now it's just like oh that's all y'all that's the only that's it, it fucking 50 percent what is this bullshit <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know it, 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 if the game was you know 50 60 dollars it's still you know 30 30 35 bucks and it's like i, I don't want to pay that yet whereas on a flash sale it might drop to 20 and you would never know you know what i mean so yeah, I understand what you're saying, though. I, I get it, but yeah, that 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 was uh that was, yeah. yeah Jerry Jerry Gamer is saying that it's the refunds that caused uh, flash sales to go by the wayside. Yeah. I can. Mm. This is why we can't have nice things type stuff. Yeah. I, I didn't like I the flash sales. Loud, you didn't. Yeah. When I said it I would loud, say it's probably fifty fifty too. Half people don't like them. Half people do. So. I like the idea that Steam comes up with a competitor to Twitch. Yeah, I like that idea too. They kind of already have that ability built in. They just need to flesh it out a little bit. Uh, Discord too. I mean, you, you can stream your games to Discord. Um, they just need to add a, a you know YouTube API or a, a Twitch API so that they you know you can also stream to those platforms with the you know with the larger audience base. Yeah. See, even if they made streaming onto Steam. A bigger thing because you can do it yeah. uh I, I don't i don't see it really taking hold and taking over just much like steam is kind of the king of gaming clients twitch is the king of streaming services right now like there's really nothing to dethrone it well i do like that steam if you're if you're interested in the game and you go on steam someone's going to be streaming it and you, you can find it and you can sit there and watch it and that's all in one place and i like mm -hmm. that and now they have the news hub which I still have to check out. I haven't checked it out yet. Um, where you can curate your news feed. I, I like that idea too. I've never touched it. I don't see a need for it. Well, I I have to look at the news every week. So we have something to talk about. <laughs> oh, that's what Google's for. Sorry. <laughs> Blues news. That's, that's funny you said that because I remember when we spoke about the news hub, I'm like, great, I can start to go here more often. 
and I haven't been back since. Yeah, I, I haven't really had a chance to check it out. I just, uh, it's been a busy week. It's not that I wouldn't have, it's just life gets in the way sometimes. Yeah. You know, especially around the holidays, I don't have as much time because, you know, reinteracting with family and, and you know, everybody's coming over on a different day. It's like every, every day somebody was over here. Um, Steam's best-selling games of 2020 were revealed by Valve, and this is from WCCF Tech, Alyssa Palumbo. Um, platinum Steam games of 2020. I don't know what that means. I don't know what makes it platinum. I wish they just would have given raw numbers in, in this article, but uh, it's probably the amount of units sold. Yeah, I, but it doesn't say what what that is. There's no there's no chart. I wonder if this is the same as record sales. Huh. That could be, but they don't say. <laughs> yeah. Um, so number one spot in the platinum category here was Tom Clancy's Rainbow Siege 6. Never played it. Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, played it. It won't stay in that position. Okay. Uh, Dota 2. Player Unknown Battleground. No surprise. Monster Hunter World. No surprise. Among Us. A uh, little bit of a surprise, but good on them for uh, you know making such a comeback. Counter-Strike, Global Offensive, Red Dead Redemption 2, Doom Eternal, Grand Theft Auto 5. That, that's because people get banned and they buy a new copy. Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout and Destiny 2. Uh, I'm not going to go down the entire list here. There'll be a link in the show notes to WCCF Tech's article. Um, any surprises, though, in the top for you Yeah, guys? no near. <laughs> yeah, did near make this list? Let's see where they're at. No, I didn't see it at all on the list. But it, but because they even hit a new milestone recently in record games sold. I want to say it's like five million or something like that. Maybe curls, you know. But yeah, they hit a recently a Probably a little billion. record. Um, Team Fortress Two in the silver category. That's a little bit of a surprise. That game's still going. I'm shocked that the game of the year Hades is only silver. I still want to play that game so bad. Yeah, I gotta get that. Yeah, I haven't really taken a look at it. Is it a fighting game? Action game, platformer. Oh, action. I don't like that kind of animation. Cell shaded type stuff. Is that cell shaded? No, it looks like the um, it's like the Japanese style. Yeah, I, I've been a little gun shy on um, on super giant games because Transistor wasn't all that. It was okay. It wasn't all that great to me. I liked it, but I think for Transistor, it was the music that kind of really held that game together and i think that was kind of the, the central thing of that game was the music because yeah. you know she lost her voice and everything mm-hmm. but uh bastion that game is phenomenal if you've never played it please do uh wasn't transistor but, this the, the sequel to bastion it was well, the it's second their, game from the from that studio from but that not studio the okay. yeah. yeah but their studio has always like done a good job with their games because the, what was the the third one i have the third one i can't remember the name uh um, tire tire yeah that was a yeah, good one. Gotcha. I enjoyed that. Yeah, higher. Yeah. I haven't played that one either. I've been meaning to pick it up, but I haven't played it yet. It's enjoyable. It's it's different than the other games. It's not like the platforming fighter type style. It's it's mm-hmm. a much different kind of feel to it. I, I liked it. Okay. Okay. And speaking of near, your near automata's last secret has been found. What does that mean? Well, the the, the game has 26 different endings. Oh, okay. So so there's there's like three main endings, but there's another 23 ways that you can make the credits roll. <laughs> Some of them you'll find by accident, 
and then it'll give you like when you load up your save it it'll say which endings that you've uh, um stumbled across or whatever mm. but apparently there was one that no one had been able to get and that's the e ending um i could have swore that i've i've I had that one, but I could be mistaken. Yeah, I thought I did too. Like I feel like E was one of those common endings. Yeah, yeah. I, I have to dig up my old save file now. I, now I'm I'm curious to see what what the hell they're talking about. Um, but but yeah, uh, uh, apparently th- 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 there is a way to. There's now a way to cheat and skip to the last, skip to that ending like immediately. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but uh, even without not clearing the game prior. That's what that's what uh this tweet says. That's such a waste. <laughs> yeah, he said I, I found a cheat code in here that allows you to skip to the last <laughs> ending immediately after killing the first boss and unlock the bonus modes. I'll do a full video soon. It's not a glitch, it's actually it's a, an actual cheat code hard coded into the engine. Wow. I have to look and see if Yoko Taro is like confirmed as a cheat or something like yeah, that or what yeah. he has to say. Yeah, he added Yoko Taro on, on his uh on his tweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yoko Taro retweeted him. Oh, then it must be a cheat. That's pre- that's pretty funny. But it seems like a Yoko Taro thing to add something that like won't be discovered for years. But that's really cool. Right. Yeah, yeah. Three years, ten months. He said. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. <laughs> An Easter egg. Mm-hmm. So some hardware news this week. AMD's filed a patent, a GPU patent, finally bridging the MCM approach to Radeon GPUs. So, Curlin, you're a hardware guy. Does this mean we might see some kind of similar setup for the GPUs as we're seeing in Ryzen chips where they're they're uh, uh, modular? Yeah, it opens the door for a lot of different things. I mean, just think about it. They could do a, a couple of different mod- modules and then collect them, connect them to an I.O. die, a centralized mm-hmm. I.O. die. Um, I'm, they could have like a separate ray acceleration module they can have a separate rasterization module they can have a separate module to do others like like heavy compute or whatever mm-hmm. and being able to mix and match those things will be able to make make a product yeah as long as they can keep the cost down yeah well th- th- that was one of the good things about them doing it doing that with the Ryzen stuff was because you're you're fabricating smaller dies. smaller dies mm-hmm. it's you you get better yield yields for what you would typically run um, on a on a wafer. You you have less bad or defective dies when they're small on that one wafer versus a big monolithic chip. So um, it's exciting. I I hope they they can make it work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll a big uh, jump apparently in performance. Uh, the uh, the green team's biting biting that style too is supposed to be doing that with one of their new um new architecture. I don't think it's Hopper. I think. Well, maybe it is Hopper, and then the other one isn't going to be Hopper. But It'll really help with the heat, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Be able to dissipate that better. Yeah. Well, that's all the news for this week, so we move on to our topics, and uh, our usual topic is what are we streaming? Uh, fortunately, HBO Max is back on the Roku, so if you have a Roku, you can actually sign in to HBO Max through your cable provider again. Uh, they had been taken off of Roku while they tried to work out a deal with HBO, and obviously that deal's been worked out because you're able to sign in with your cable subscription. Uh, I've been streaming South Park, the Black Friday trilogy, uh, on on HBO Max and other episodes of South Park because all the episodes are over at HBO Max, and I love South Park. 
and I, the wife and I finished uh, the last season of Vikings. Loved the ending. Uh, I'm not going to spoil it because it's, it's still relatively new out there, but uh, loved the ending. Thought they wrapped it up really well, and um, they definitely needed that second half of the season because uh, the way they left it in the first half of the season, that, that would have been a bad if that was the, the end of it. Um, so it was good. It was really good. Um, other than that, I've, we started streaming Cobra Kai tonight. Um, we got to episode three, I think, um, in season three, season three, episode three. I've never watched it. You enjoying it? Cobra Kai? Yeah. Yeah. We love it. We love it. They do, they do something in it that that's kind of getting old, uh, with two of the main characters constantly teaming up and then having a falling out, teaming up and then having a falling out. Uh, they need to stop doing that. Um, it's just that's, it's that's old. so 80s movie like. <laughs> well isn't that what cobra kai is though it's like a big 80s it's yeah. action well yeah they kind of do a lot of a lot of the throwbacks to the 80s but um it's good i enjoy it logan what about you what have you been uh streaming this week so we dove into lord of the rings 4k we started talking about this two weeks ago and it took uh, the last two weeks for us to get actually no sorry it's only been a week um it took us the last week to get through the lord of the rings they were all four plus hours long and it was glorious um so as i said back then like it, it's funny because some scenes are instantly immersion breaking uh, i remember whitney asked me which ones uh and i still can't think of any off the top at the exception of when they do the isometric view of them running at any point in time, whether it's through uh, the mines, whether it's through the goblin games or whatever, farther back the camera pans watching them run, the worse it is. <laughs> uh, but it's funny because during fights, uh, there'll be one camera angle and suddenly you're like, oh, really? But then boom, you're at a different camera angle and it looks fantastic. Uh, so you just, you get used to it and you just, you, you just enjoy it after a while. Um, 4K, I am so happy that that film uh, made it to 4K and looks good in 4K. I think that it is probably uh, one of the best films ever made, period. Uh, just Which one? Lord of the Rings. All three. Like, I consider oh, okay. them all one set. Um, it's it's just phenomenal. Um, you know, I think I've seen it probably half a dozen times since it came out. And I know there are people out there who are like, oh, I watch this every year. Uh, but to be able to watch it, you know, that often or that much and still enjoy it and still be like oh yeah blah blah blah. Uh, so now we're going through the hobbit and i know that you you said you weren't uh, a big fan of the hobbit um so far i think it's all right i think it's good cool well, then you were uh got avengers assembled down here oh my god <laughs> so i love me some superhero shows this is a cartoon show on disney plus and the first season good second season good third season okay fourth season eh, fifth season I don't like it's like their money ran out because they did an entirely different animation and you're just like what the fuck it is it is <laughs> it is like that scene in the hobbit where they stuck legolas in and suddenly he's running up blocks that are falling out of mid-air and you can just tell that they had no more money for cgi and <laughs> it is the jankiest shit i've ever seen and i couldn't make it through five minutes and i'm like what so all characters have lost all facial, um, uh, not facial features, but the ability to convey emotion on their face. It's completely bland. There's no nuances on their faces, on their costumes. Everything is a solid color. 
And I'm just like, what the shit happened? <laughs> so yeah, I w- looked it up on the internet and yeah, it just, it exploded. Everyone was like, yeah, it just. My son what really a- liked that series when it was, uh, when it was first out. It was one of his, when he was little, it was one of the favorite, his favorite series. It was good when it first came out. It was good. They had good storylines. The story still seemed okay, but I, I can't, nope. Pull the ripcord on that. Nope, not going to finish that. That's going right there with 2033. Nope. Sorry, no, nope, can do. <laughs> Carolyn, what have you been streaming this week? Um, well, uh, me and, and uh, the fiance, we we started a new series called Handmaid's Tale. It's, a couple, it's actually three years old, but we just kind of ran across it. And is this the Hulu Netflix? Uh, yeah, yeah. How are you liking? I I enjoy the show. I enjoy yeah. I enjoy the book too. Yeah. The, um. Well, you you know that that first episode or two, you kind of like. What the fuck is going on here? And yeah, then they kind of dropped you in. Yeah, you get into it and you like, wow, like, like wow. So, so, so this is this is is how they're trying to paint this picture and kind of prepare people mentally for if something like this goes down, huh? You know, and uh, yeah, it, it's nuts. It's nuts. We, we we made it to, I think, episode two of the second season, and um, yeah, yeah, it it it, it kind of it kind of messed us up a little bit. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see what they do next. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, aside from that, I, I'm like two or three episodes behind on this discovery that I, I gotta gotta catch up on. Um, holidays have been busy. So. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, Whitney, what about you? You streaming anything? Uh, I kind of just rewatched Alice in Borderland. I kind of really like that show i need season two out now please netflix give it to me hmm. um i had to rewatch it in the english oh what's it called english dub um and no i don't like it i just prefer you know sticking to the japanese and reading my subtitles it, it just feels more natural and i like being immersed in that so that's kind of been it for the week cool well that's all we've got unless you guys got anything else before we get out of here nope all good you can find the AFK Podcast at theafkpodcast.net. There you'll find links to our Twitch group, uh, Twitch stream, sorry, YouTube, and Discord. Join our Discord for more PC gaming, hardware, and discussion. So for me, for Curlin, for Logan, and for Whitney, thanks for being here. Thank you uh, in the chat room, especially Jerry Gamer, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Peace. Peace.